Welcome to the Survival Prepper Show, where being labeled a crazy prepper is a badge of honor. Learn about disaster preparedness, survival, and get ready for whatever challenges might come your way. This is not your typical prepping podcast, and they won't be silenced by the censors. Here are your hosts, Duff and Dale. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the show today. Uh, today, we got kind of a just a, a roundtable of stuff. Like I said last week, we we're going to... Uh, I, I've got some, and I'm sure you've thought about the same little Trump conspiracy theories, that whole FBI raid thing, why it happened. Uh, I saw a couple other things, so want to go through that. Oh, I mean, well, I, honestly, we may never know what really happened and why they did what they did. Well, but, yeah, you know, I think maybe. the truth always lies somewhere in the middle, man. You know, you have every side in that, including Trump, is always playing for an advantage right now. Like anything they can do. So I think the truth probably lies somewhere in the middle. And again, you know, it gets back to, hey, if, if he broke the law, fine. But OK, then go go ball up all the other dickheads out there like Bush and Cheney and everybody else who's done the same shit that they don't do. You know, the problem is they're weaponized. It's 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 the targeting weaponized targeting of shit. That's the problem these days. Right. Like where it's not even, you know, a two tier justice system anymore. It's like. It, it, it all depends on who you are and what you do and who your what your affiliations are and who you support. Yeah, yeah. So that that should be pretty interesting. At least, just it shows the you know the BS that goes on in Washington. And then you know, I, I guess we can start the show with with freaking Anthony Fauci. Uh, that that dude, I swear to God. I mean, he's he's retiring because he knows if he doesn't, he's going to get fired. Basically, and I had a the five did a really good little segment on him yesterday with the media just, you know, just lapping it up with him, acting like he's the, this this, you know, the next coming of Jesus Christ or something. And it's like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. It, I mean, just the arrogance of that little that little troll is just it's it's insane. Well, I mean, maybe he can be arrogant because like nobody's done shit to that dude. Like that guy should have been launched after like the way he handled the HIV deal back in the day. You know, he was all part of that, that crowd, right? That didn't go over so well. I didn't start like on the smoothest of, you know, things. And it's funny. I was watching Sagar and Crystal the other day talking about monkeypox and they're like, and you know, cause it's predominantly uh, in, in the uh, gay male crowd right now. And they're like everything Sagar and Crystal weren't around when HIV rolled through. And they didn't see how like all that went cattywampus, right? Yeah. And they're up there, they're asking the same questions that everybody asked back then. And it's like, it goes back. I mean, Fauci's still like one of is the guy. Do you think he's actually going to retire? Like, do you think he's going to like, all right, I'm done. I hang up my little lab coat and my, you know, stupid accent and just drop out of sight. Or do you think he's going to go like work for the UN or, you know, China? Yeah. I, I could I could see him on CNN or MSNBC or something like that because the dude is just super arrogant and loves the camera. And to, to listen to some of the crap that this dude says, it's like he's – I mean, granted, he's he's done some things in the past. I get all that. Even one of these the, – What's he done? that clip I was talking about was, was saying how, how can you say that a man that has done this in the past and this and this can be this, how can you demonize a person like this? Dude, the, and guy, it's the, like, guy, the guy, the guy funded gain of function researching, which research, which led 
to the shit show and the all the problems we have right now, by and large, are because of that. So, yeah. you know, they're of course they're going to fawn over my dude. I I've stopped watching that guy so long because you don't gain anything. I don't think you gain anything by watching Fauci talk because everything out of his mouth is bullshit. Yeah. It has an angle, you know? So it's like, why, why even watch it? It's like, I, I, why waste my, why waste our time even listening to what that guy has to say anymore? Because it it's, it's baseless. There's nothing there. Well, and, and I think there's, there's a bigger issue with that, even though he's going to be gone. You, you look at the CDC, how they, they're talking about doing an internal restructure. It, it's funny that all of this stuff that we got lamb, we us and people like us got lambasted for for talking about. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden it's it's sort of leaking out here and there. Oh, we you know we got to fix yeah. this, we got to fix that. YouTube isn't restricting some things that they used to restrict. It, it's just, but well, we get the, demonized for being ahead of the curve and asking questions. The establishment broke. The CDC, right? We, I mean, yeah. CDC was one of those agencies. I think most people up until COVID had some faith in, right? You know, I mean, you can't spell CDC without CD, right? Like a CD fucking hotel room, a cesspool of, of, of human corruption and bullshit. So, I, I mean, they, they've broken the faith. I mean, again, it gets kind of gets back to the stuff of how do you go from lag like, you're a fight. I mean, dude, you live out in the country. You had a mullet growing up. You're a firecracker shooting, you know, rock listening to American dude, right? You love American flags. You love it all. Make me sound they like Joe Dirt. have made you into like an enemy. They're trying to make you into an enemy through all, all this shit, right? Like to the point where it's like, I don't even have faith. Like, how do you have faith in the CDC after what, what, what's gone on? Yeah, you know, Make, you got the the head of the NIH. You can't have faith in that in the NIH because that's run by Fauci, and and they had a scam going with China. Like, I don't know. Make me an enemy. You're you're one of those dirty contractors. <laughs> you're a bigger enemy. Oh yeah. Than me. Oh no. Hey man, I <laughs> I know if they when they when they get to get around to launching the uh, AI drones on the night of long knives of drones dropping in and just snuff, snuffing people out. I know, I know I'm on the pecking order, but you're the, you're, you're the, the knucklehead who said, yeah, I'll go do a uh, YouTube channel with you and talk politics. Yeah. Hey bud, yeah. what's up? Yeah. Better, better wear your little helmet to bed. Yeah. Well, let the FBI come and try to railroad what? me and frame me into joining some stupid militia or doing some crazy shit like that. Well, we'll see how that goes. Ain't going to happen. You know, <laughs> And the fact that pe- the fact that we're having a conversation like that, like literally where we're going we wouldn't be shocked if something like that happened just shows you the lunacy of what we have going on in our country today and how yeah. close to some sort of edge that we are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all insanity. Um, which, and that kind of, that kind of brings me to one of the videos or I read an article uh, and it's talking about Amazon. And I, I guess we'll just switch to this and enough with Fauci and all that bullshit. But yeah, that's, that's one part of it. But they were talking about uh, Amazon doing their palm readers and stuff. And the article I was reading referenced uh, this video. I'll play it here um, from, uh, I'll play just a little bit of this from uh, Russell Brand. He gets, I mean, he's kind of out there anyway. But in this video, I don't know if he just got done smoking peyote or what. But he's 
he's kind of out there in this one. But I'll play a few seconds of this and explains what what they're doing and why all, all this biometric data and all that stuff. And that's kind of where I, where I want to go with this, uh, the, the invasion of privacy and, and all that. But he talks about how this is different because the like your your phone that has the face ID and fingerprint scanner and all that, that's stored on your device. This Amazon stuff goes up to the cloud. Um, let me play this real quick, though. Move over Apple Pay. Amazon is trying to muscle its way into your digital wallet. Move over freedom, more like. It's not only Apple Pay that's the competitor here, it's the concept of liberty. Now, I'm not some Luddite who's against technological advancement. I'm aware that I'm talking to you right now using technology. Of course I am. But when the mentality behind these ideals and behind these advances often includes data capture, increased power for companies like Amazon, when we know Amazon have relationships with the police state, with the CIA, with the FBI, with the government, when they've been guilty of handing over data without consent before, oughtn't we be querying whether or not this is simply for our convenience right from the get-go? Should we? So he, he just, he, he looks like he's like a, a got a, a little eight-year-old's jumpsuit on. He's got a, a pheasant's feather oh, in a, his hair. <laughs> he, he's a trip and he has some, some extreme views, but more and more his views are coming in alignment with a lot of our views yeah, on this yeah. stuff. It's just like yeah. Jimmy Dore. It, it's, it's, we, we talk about these, these guys all the time and you know, it, don't you think it's odd and I'm being facetious here that the federal government doesn't put in any laws to restrict the use of data, our, our private, our, our, what should be our personal data with the bit with big tech. Is that odd? I mean, you would, it, it's almost like big tech turns all that data over to the U S government and they, the U S government doesn't want it to stop. Yeah. I mean, it kind of seems that way. I mean, I, I don't know. It seems I, why would our government do that? Yeah. Well, and it, it, the reason that I wanted to bring this up, too, is because it yesterday I did a video on. Uh, uh, I'm trying to look for it to see if I. Oh, here's the, the article right here. But yesterday I did a video talking about uh, the digital identity stuff. And mm-hmm. you look at all the, the stuff that's going on and it doesn't necessarily have to be a a political thing. It doesn't have to be a government doing it, but I think it's probably going to go that way because right now they've got all of those data points on us, everything they would need to create a digital identity. They, they have the only problem is it's not in one spot. And I think that's the, the problem that the governments, they have to jump through hoops to go through Amazon. They have to go through Facebook. Why not have it be right in the, you know, and maybe it is in the NSA, where they can just grab that stuff when they need it. Well, I mean, why would you assu- why would you believe that all that data isn't in one place? They have the capability to put it all in one place. They have an unlimited budget basically to do what build as many computer mainframes or whatever the fuck they are, right? Like they have an unlimited budget to do whatever the fuck they want. They can do whatever they want. There's no laws to stop them from doing it cuz they don't want to stop it. So I, I would assume that all of our data is in one place. And if you want to, if you want to think that there's anything where they can't do something with it, it might be due to the volume of data and the computing power required. And if that's the case, we're moving towards that point where they'll be able to handle it all to draw just like, but I, I think 
if they want to run a query on people, I think they could probably get a really accurate pattern of life, history, everything. Like they can pull all that data together now, man. Yeah, but I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, agree with you. But right now, it'd be like if they wanted metal, medical records, they they get that information from one place. If they wanted your shopping habits, uh, if it comes down in the future where you're getting bonuses and stuff for being more green, oh, yeah. and you're getting penalized for driving a gas guzzler or something like that, they'd need to be able to track your purchases and stuff like that. So if they could, I, I don't know what they'd have to do. Maybe force these companies to you know, kind of hand over that data to put it in their little government app that basically is your, your, uh, your, your credit score, basically. I mean, your, your personal yeah. credit score. Well, I think you'll see it get more refined and more consolidated and more accessible, more rapidly accessible. I mean, we're going to have 87,000 new IRS agents. They're going to need to get a hold of your data, right? You know, they're yeah. going to need to use all that stuff. So yeah, I, I, if it isn't there within 10 years, that stuff's like, they can just paint a picture. Who's Dale? Who's Brian? Who's anybody watching their show? Like you, you have to assume it's there to not assume that that's the case. I think you're, you're, you're giving them not enough credit and you're giving, you're, you're not giving yourself enough, uh, I don't know, latitude of safety. Something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. When, and he mentioned in that video too, he's not being a Luddite. And I wanted to explain to everybody, the people that don't know anyway, what a Luddite is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a Luddite is basically, it comes from the people, oh, okay, then, then I'm going to go with, I'm going to say whatever I want, if you're not sure. <laughs> but I believe it was when the printing press was made, all the people that used to write this stuff, um, they burned down this this place that had all the printing presses because they were afraid that they were going to lose their jobs because these printing, and they did, but um, these printing presses and all that. So, and, and I forget if it, they were from someplace called Lud or Lude or I, I don't know, but that's what a Luddite is. But I agree with what he was saying there, because even though we talk about this stuff and we, we, you know, it, it's, there, there's a lot of nefarious th things that they can do with it. It doesn't mean that, that I'm scared of that technology. Uh, like there are some things and I'm going to kind of play devil's advocate here. There are some things I could see it being beneficial for uh, children yeah. on the internet is one of them uh, protecting well, the them. Well, the, the problem is, right, that's what they do. They go, okay, we're going to do it for this. And then it doesn't, you know, whatever they come up with, whatever new scheme that they can pry deeper into your shit with, it never stays there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They, they keep using it. The government that should, that should be saying no, you know, it's why do you need federal unions, federal employee unions? Doesn't the government set the standard and shouldn't they be the standard bearer of not fucking with people, even though we know they do? I mean, that should yeah. say something, right? Like, 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 why do you need, like, they, they run the Department of fucking Labor. Why do they need, why does people in the Department of Labor need a union? All right. And so it, it goes to all this stuff when you extrapolate it out. They're not, it gets back to they're not doing what's right for the people and they're not erring on, on behalf of the people. Yeah. Right. You know, they, we, we talked about, we were talking about earlier, or maybe yesterday we were talking about it. It was like, you know, they haven't stopped fucking spending. Yeah. Yeah. They're still Crazy. spending. They're, they're, they're doing the, the, the college loan forgiveness. Hey man, if we had a bunch of extra money sitting around cause they had a balanced budget, we had good GDP and good financial management. You want to do that. You could at least make an argument, maybe make an argument for it. 
but we're in fucking debt and everybody's going, going crazy. And you're going to give more, you're going to take taxpayer money to relieve the debt of taxpayers, which increases the inflation, all the taxpayers, which that, I mean, that has to be what they want to do. Right. Cause they're doing it. Yeah. They know the repercussions. You, you take that, that build back better bill or whatever the hell they were calling it. And they couldn't get that through, so they slimmed it down. And then this this inflation and all that crap hits. So what do they do with that bill? They rename it to make it sound like it's going to help. They rename it the Re- Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, so that's all. I mean, it's smoke and mirrors, all this shit. They're like me- me- magicians. You know, the hands over here, yeah. pay attention to this hand over here, while this hand over here is doing all the work. So it's like yeah. they don't give a crap about uh, inflation or any of that stuff. It's like, we're, we're going to spend. You know, it's like it's it's like <laughs> it's like some people with a credit card. I'll, I'll say that I was about to be a misogynist there, but <laughs> oh, whatever. Hey, man, I, I the reason I don't have credit cards is because I can't manage credit cards worth of shit. So I just assume, hey, nope, I'll, I'll not have those. Thank you. But yeah, it, it's now it, I, it, I I I think I I think we're you know we're heading towards Duns being Dunsky, man. I don't know. We're, I I don't see how we pull back from this. Like, do you think who are they going to get? What do you? What you're going to get? You're going to get. Okay, let's say Trump runs and he gets reelected. They get some Trump people in there. We're not going to let him pass anything that he wants. Really, anyhow, it's going to be a the, replay. The deep, the deep state. I mean, even if he goes on like, "Hey, I'm going after everybody who fucked with me," you know, in his mind, right? Whoever fucked with him, he's going after him. They run the Department of Justice. They run it all. He could put his his own boy in there as, as like the attorney general. Everybody will slow roll. They know they got four years. All right, yeah, just drag it out. Yeah. So, so even if even if, if Trump were the savior, nothing would get done. And I don't believe the savior. But who do we have in the wings? That's the, the that that looks like they're worth a shit. That's not just running their mouth politically nonstop. Nobody. Yeah, I, I could put DeSantis in that category right now just because he's kind of separated himself from all the other yeah. shitheads. But Maybe. that's uh, there's uh, there's no guarantee with that because they're all they're all freaking swampy as hell. So who knows what well, happens the, once he gets there? Well, and the problem is, right, you, you, you ha- you're indebted to the parties like you have to fall in line. They, they control the donation strings. Right. You don't get those donation dollars or get less donation dollars, you know, if, if, depending on what they, on what their whim is. So, yeah, it's it's I, dude, I, tell I, you I what, started watching. I started watching some video or not videos. Look how fucking old I am. I start I because I, I, I was thinking of like old uh, old VHS videos, but I started watching some documentaries on what like moving into the civil war. Cause you know, you usually get in and it's like uh, Gettysburg and it talks about all the battles, but all the shit that was going on for a decade plus of when, when, when Kansas, right. When, when Kansas entered the union, they flooded it with people from the set pro people, pro slavery from the people from the South and then abolitionists from the North went there and moved in. So that way they could vote in the election to try to, to determine what, if it was a slave state, or a, a free state. And then they, they massacred each, like entire towns of each other. Yeah. And like, I, I don't see us getting pulling back. Like, you know, we were talking about before the show about Milwaukee, where they have in the teachers union up there, they have it in their uh, contract that they can fire white people before they fly, fire people of color. 
and, and even Jimmy Dore is like, well, okay, we can say that we need to do something about employment, but he's also like, you're literally inflaming the racial problem. Like you're making it worse. Yeah. So it, it's like know. everything is it's it's you take a, an, an issue that that needs to be, you know, thought about, fixed, resolved, whatever. And you go 10 miles past where you should be. Uh, yeah. That way, when you come back, you know, you're you're five miles over. Everybody's just glad you're, you know, back to some semblance of reality. That's where all this shit's going. It, it, it's, well, it's backwards. This whole racial thing is backwards now. Well, you 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 re you establish new baselines, right? Like at one point, here's your baseline, and then each side keeps going this far this farther past their baseline, and it's just making a wide, wider divide for everybody, you know. And you could say your your side is right or mostly right, whatever. But the point is, it's still wide, and we can we can all point fingers and blame the other side, which we do all the time on the show. Yeah, but the same part, it's not it's not helping anything, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, again, you get back to the point that like how many people believe. What, like, what would you call conspiracy theory? Like that conspiracy people that before would just not dismiss stuff out of hand go, yeah, I can see that now. Like so many more, like there's a lot more wackos like us out there now yeah. that aren't wacko. That's the problem. Yeah. The, the, the problem is that there's, there's people out there that will just 100% dismiss people like, that are saying stuff like this and, and us as conspiracy theorists. And then when, just like what I was talking about with Fauci and with COVID and all that stuff, then when everything starts to, the dust starts to settle and everything starts to come come out and and the things that we were talking about before, there is some, maybe, maybe, maybe not all truth, but there is some truth to that stuff. They're never going to admit it. They just move on. So, and they move on to the next time or the next thing they can say, oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist. You're, so it's, it's it, being Dr. Fauci and being a politician just means you never have to admit a damn thing and you just move on to the next thing. And, uh, well, you know, and, and they're all, they all know each other's dirt, right? You know, it comes yeah. back to, we, we, on the, on the, um, I don't know, on the conservative, on the non, you know, on the non left side. They, uh, we like to hammer Nancy Pelosi on her stock trades. The fact is, she's like number six, dude. There's five people before her, like you know, and all Republicans. So, like, what do we have going on? Yeah, she's they, just they have no the incentive to pull back. They have no incentive to pull back. Like, there's no incentive there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. <laughs> do you think? Because I, I thought about this the other day. I was like, okay, there are a bunch of self-centered jackasses they, they're self-serving all they care about is what they need to do to to benefit themselves whether that's getting into office whether that's getting on some sort of committee uh, i just heard adam schiff or peter whatever is not peter schiff adam schiff is trying to go after nancy pelosi's seat uh, but they're all self-serving so do you think that it's possible that they could be so coordinated that all of this stuff is intentional. All of this, you know, this massive, hey, how much can we spend now? How, how many more billions can we give to the Ukraine while our people are suffering? How much more of this uh, do we have to do before everything just implodes? Do you think there's that much coordination there? Or is it just they're, they're completely inept and a bunch of idiots? I think no, I don't know. I don't know if it's, everything's coordinated, but you know, when you set up the circumstances, across like a wide part of the government and, and of the, and, and the way things go, it's just natural that it's going to start like a fire, start breathing some of its own life into itself. Right. So I think they've set so many things into motion here and there, 
which all have the same effect in, in the in the end that it's all about their power, their money, their their fucking narcissism, whatever the hell they got. And so I think it just keeps I think that just keeps kind of building and it's kind of caught in a, a life of its own. Like we know. Yeah. I think if you ask every new politician, hey, where do you stand on term limits? They'll all come out pretty much and say, oh, yeah, I think we should have term limits. Like that's the thing they all threw out there. But then none of them ever follow through with it. Like if you could get term limits through and you can get some of these other laws to like pull to rein things in a little bit. Yeah. You might have a fighting shot, but they've, they write the rules. I mean, they've, they've rewrote, rewritten election law like over and over. You can literally do micro donations over and over now to them. So they get millions of dollars. That's never fucking tracked. Do we think, why is that a good thing? The fact that corporations, the, the, our, our awesome Supreme court ruled that corporations have the will of a person and can do like we they can act like a person donating to a political campaign. Why do we, why do we allow companies that are donating to get a quid pro quo to fucking even be able to donate? Like it should either, it should come out of the people or out of their own fucking pocket. Yeah. But they've set the rules. They, they, they've set the system up. So they just benefit every time they turn around. So there's no incentive for them. And and here we are. Hey, Brandon gave us four uh, four ninety nine super chat. Oh, thanks, thanks, Brandon. Uh, seed money for the great internet booster of two thousand twenty four. I'm not quite <laughs> sure what you mean with that, so I'm not going to even try to explain. I don't know. Maybe I missed something in the chat or whatever. Or you can leave a comment and let me know. But appreciate the four ninety nine. Um, but but yeah, I, I I don't know that other than. Just a, and we said this a hundred times, you know, at an EMP, the great equalizer, all of that stuff. I don't know that even if they run this economy into the ground, I don't think that changes a damn thing. I think it makes things really hard for us down here, uh, that the normal people, the average everyday people, but they're going to still keep their positions and they're going to, they're going to, they're going to be needed at that point, right? We need to fix this. Well, well, the problem is they're going to keep their positions. And no one's going to do shit about any of this because it doesn't benefit them to do shit about it. So they're going to keep doing what they're they're doing, right? Pointing fingers at people, getting people pissed off at one another, and then saying how it's the other guy's fault. They never offer solutions. Again, the, the left's all pissed off over abortion. Well, your people in office had the opportunity and didn't do anything about it, Right. Several times, just like the right put the Patriot Act in and we've had several opportunities to do something about that. We don't because it doesn't benefit them. So they're not going to do anything. They haven't done anything. Should we expect after the last 24 fucking years of fuckery that they that they're going to all of a sudden like, oh, hey, 2024, let's let's all act, let's be let's be good. Hey, everybody, how about we get together and we rule for those people out there? No, they're not going to do that shit. Yeah. No, yeah. They, 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 why do and, and we always expect that? Oh yeah, this this guy's gonna get an office. This person's gonna get office, and things gonna get better. They're gonna try. They're gonna do this. Could you? No. Could, you know, I I got into it on a, a thread the other night with, and someone was talking about you know with Trump. Wow, well, he couldn't drain the swamp. They wouldn't let him. He appointed Jeff Sessions. He did that. That's yeah. a swamp creature. So no. Well, he appointed a few of them. Yeah, yeah. He he yeah. did. He absolutely did. Yeah. He, yeah. he it took him to say yes. He he shot himself in the foot quite a few times. Yeah. Uh, could you imagine 
I mean, I would be floored if, say, instead of going after each other and having a hearing for this or a hearing for that, if they went in and said, hey, we're going to uh, spend this session uh, working on the tax code and simplifying the IRS and all that stuff, everyone would be floored because that had never happened because it's not in their benefit to do that. But that's what needs to happen. Oh, that and and to go go in and say, how about we just reduce a bunch of federal laws? Like, let's get a bunch of these fucking onerous federal laws off. off. There's a lot that they can do. I don't know. Maybe say, why don't we have a balanced budget amendment? So that way we always have to balance a budget. We can't spend more than our gross domestic product. And we can't tax our people into oblivion. The the problem is. Oh, that's right. The, the problem is it's like saying clean house, but the house is like a hoarder's house <laughs> with stacks oh, of yeah. newspapers. And there's one single hallway right down the middle where you can get to the kitchen that's full of dishes. And I mean, that's the federal government right there. So, oh, yeah. And and the, and like you got and you have the um, like the corporations that fund them. They're like the newspaper guy that comes and delivers newspapers. Hey, you got 10 subscriptions this week. You want some more? You got a spot on your bed over there. We can put some newspapers that you can curl up there. You hoarder. Right. Like they're feeding it. I mean, you think about that, like we let corporations, Amazon, you know, uh, Apple and all the fucking fuckery ways that they funnel money and stuff into these campaigns. And again, like I talked about it a bit ago. Like, why do we allow that? Like, why yeah. the fuck do we allow Apple to like have a vote? You're a company. You're, you're, you're a company. Your people should be able to vote. But you as a company don't get a fucking vote, but they pretty much let them because they let them donate like fucking crazy. Well, and then people will go out there and, and go, well, they're corporations. They should be able to do that. But then we bitch about BlackRock and Blackstone and all the shit they're pulling. How do you think they get in the position to do that? By political donations. Yeah, yeah. And and I mentioned that in my other show the other day, too. I think it, it and I don't know if it happens or not. This is all just my theory and all that, but I really think that this it's the power structure is really shifting now to where it is where it always used to be the you know the political elites, the kings, the queens, the monarchs, the oligarchy and all that or the monarchs. And then below that you have these the corporations, the businesses, the there's always been rich people in politics, you know, affecting what happens and all that. But I think that's switching now to where it's almost as though with BlackRock and Vanguard and all these huge companies and all the upward transfer of wealth, you're seeing them have the control over governments. And I'm not just talking ours. Um, I'm talking all over the world. And that leads to the World Economic Forum, which is basically a, a think tank for these corporations. Well, so what, what you're describing is an oligarchy. That's why people are throwing yeah. the word around a lot. And that's why I use it all the time, right? It's a government by a few, especially by a small fraction of persons or family, right? So that's what we have. I mean, we have a few, I mean, the Bushes, how many of their kids have been run through politics, right? Two presidents there. How? I mean, our, our, our elite ruling structure is so intertwined with corporations. They're all, they're running the show. We, we have an uh, oligarchy going on. Yeah. So when we when we bitch and scream about politics all the time and and this person getting elected or that person getting elected, it, it none of it really matters. I mean, it, no. when you and and I hate to say that because I do think voting, especially on a, a local level, is really important. But on a federal level, what do you do when these corporations, when these bigwigs are and they're doing it now? We just don't see it all the time. When they're making the decisions and they're getting stuff done, what do you do when you don't agree with that stuff? Left, right, well, the in the middle, whatever. You, the problem that you, the problem that you run into 
with that is you get back to the whole populism movement, right? It's a movement of the people, of the common people. And that's what's happening. We talked, we've done some shows on it, right? That's what's happening. That was what happened in Sri Lanka. All the people around the world are seeing this shit happen because everybody's hooked in world economic form, all this bullshit. They're all kind of doing the same shady shit. And so everybody's seeing it. Everybody's able to read the Panama Papers and the Afghanistan Papers and all these different releases of, hey, here's how the, the governments are fucking you over. And nothing's being done about it. And people are getting pissed, especially now. Like I'm hearing story, you know, you talk, I'm hearing from people talking about that they know people who are shutting their circuit breakers off when they leave their house now so that they run the extra electricity because they're running low on all their, their savings. Like the inflation's taking it out of the, again, modern monetary theory, pull the money out of the economy, yeah. taking it all out of people's savings account. I just made a joke, joke with you, right? I, I, ha, I, I had Joe Biden stew today, meatless, right? What, what we used to call vegetable soup, vegetable stew. You know, I, I made, I made it right. And so I'm like, ah, I can get by without some meat, you know, you know, and more and more people are doing that because more and more people are tightening up because yeah. of what they're doing. But they're, again, they're not stopping. And so the problem is as the people tighten their belts and they, and they turn on the news, oh yeah, we gave another $80 billion to Ukraine today. And people are like, what the fuck? Oh, we forgave yeah. everybody's student debt. And you got parents, parents that didn't let, have their kids go to college because they didn't want them to get in debt. They're like, hey, you work your way through college. Seeing that. And then they're going, well, hey, let's have some Joe Biden soup. Right? Like people are getting pissed. Yeah. So it, that's the that's the part where that goes down a bad, I think, a bad route because it doesn't look like they give two shits either way. So if they don't give two shits and they don't back off, where does it stop? Yeah, yeah. And that, that kind of um, reminded me of this article that I've got here that I found. Um, and this, it, 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 it was kind of funny and it infuriated me all at the same time. But CNN actually put something out. Let me see, actually. I'll get this tweet that they put out. Uh, and then I'll, I'll read a little bit of this article. But, <clears throat> oops, wrong one. Um, they actually put this, this out. Uh, the next time you stop at a gas station, think of it as a $100 a month tax cut or maybe a $100 a month raise. And what their whole point with all of this was, was that because, I, I mean, this is spin like I've never, I mean, I, I can't, maybe not never seen, but like mad crazy spin. They're talking about how because the average person spends 900 bucks a month and gas has gone down in some areas $100 or $10 or dollar a gallon, um, everyone, you can think of it as saving $100 a month. Yeah. This is yeah. the, it, <laughs> this is, I call it Lisa, Lisa, um, Lisa math. And I'm not calling well, no, you out, Lisa, if you're listening. It, 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 it's fucking total gaslighting. Yeah. Because what they're not fucking being honest about is the reason the price of gas has come down is because people have stopped driving. Yeah. So the demand for gas has come down. So the oil companies aren't able to, aren't gouging people right now because the more they gouge, the more they sit. I, I'm more deliberate about how and when I drive. Right. So it, it doesn't, you know, it, they, they're, they're bullshitting you. We're, we've yeah. stopped driving. That's why the price of gas is coming down. It's not a fucking raise. People yeah. are, are not, and now people aren't injecting that money into the economy because it's all getting eat, eat, eaten up by inflation. You're not taking your money and going to some small business somewhere, some restaurant or, you know, going out and doing something or whatever. You're not, people, how many, how much is that? How many people have cut back on that? Yeah. So now those small businesses are sucking. 
It, yeah, it, I, I call a, it, like I was saying, I call it Lisa math because, uh, and I'm not calling you out, Lisa. I know you're probably listening. I'm not calling you out, but when we are, when, when we're looking to maybe put stalls in for the horses or redo the bathroom or something like that, she gives me this number, right? It's going to cost this much, but that number is maybe just the supplies or the materials, and it doesn't it doesn't count all the other stuff involved with it. This is the same type of gaslighting stuff that um, kind of like that because what they do is they forget about what the numbers were two three years ago. Let's just talk about the numbers like the zero percent inflation. Let's just talk about the numbers uh, from a month ago, and then we'll and forget about all the other underlying issues like you were just talking about. Um, you're, you're saving a hundred bucks, even though you're spending 200 bucks more, you're saving a hundred bucks because you're not spending 300 bucks more. Yeah. You know, there was a time when the U S would sit, when we love to hold up our media and say, look at the bullshit. The Russians are getting fed. Like you used to see, remember back seventies, eighties, you'd hear that all the time, right? Oh yeah. They're getting fed a line of shit. They're just straight up. Their government straight up lying to them through the media. And now we have this shit. Yeah. Right. Trying to act like, oh, hey, we should all be happy. We got raises. The gas prices came down when they went up forever. Yeah. After <laughs> after they go up $15 a gallon, once they come down a couple bucks, hey, it's great. We can get back to normal now. Yeah. These, I, I tell you what, man, some of this, some of this crap and it's CNN. And that's what's so, so bad about this is they're supposed to be, I, and I understand bias and all that stuff, but they're supposed to be the watchdogs, not the lap dog. I mean, this is a 100%. How do we, yeah. how do we get, make this a win for Biden? How do we twist this around oh, well, and make it a win? So check this out, get ready. Cause we're, we're running into the midterms right now and I'm already seeing it. All the all the mainstream media, all the left is like, oh, yeah, the Democrats are going to do fantastic. And now maybe they have a big showing because of the abortion law. But they're out there. Oh, the the the, Dem the Republicans are going to lose. The conservatives are going to lose. It's like, why the fuck would anybody listen to you assholes after the last three election cycles that you have just straight up fucking lied in on all these on all these numbers? You know, like. Like the, the night when Trump, when Trump won the first election. Oh, no, 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 no. It's going to be Hillary. You know, Hillary's winning. And then like, oh, and like the, they, there was polls that were predicting like this huge win way well in advance, but they all tanked it. So it's, yeah. it's the same shit. It's, it's just they keep repeating the same bullshit. And everybody's like a hungry fucking trout going out there and just gobbling up that that fucking hook, man. Yeah. Hey, real quick, uh, Eric put a, a decent comment in here and something yeah. that it makes a good point. You said that they said that we were going to run out of that diesel oil by now, that the deaf oil. Whatever happened to that? Because it, that makes a good point because we were bitching and screaming about that and we were talking about how there was a shortage. Now, maybe behind the scenes, they fixed some things and it, and it just kind of fell off the radar because it wasn't it didn't grow into a bigger issue like it could have. No, it, it, people stopped driving. It's like me. I, I, I yeah. don't drive. I drive a couple days a week. I used to get up and I just like to get in the truck and go for a drive and see Lake Michigan and stuff. Like I've cut, I've cut way back. So I'm not using death fluid, but when you go to the store, death fluid, I mean, I, I don't remember. Like, I think you used to get on sale for eight bucks for two and a half gallons. It's like 16 bucks. Now it like doubled in price. And I think people have stopped driving as much. I mean, if you're a business, you, you still have to drive, like but I, I don't think people are driving as much, man. 
mean, that's why the price of gas is down. I think that rolls into the same thing. Debt, debt fluid rolls right with the same with the, the the price of gas. Yeah, yeah. I got my my magic coffee cup today. I forgot. <laughs> Don't use oh, the yeah. yellow one when you're using the green screen. Um. All right, so. I guess we'll we'll pivot. We're we're running kind of long, and I wanted to get to this Trump stuff just because it's just it's it's interesting to me where this is going to go. I'm not really, I, I I'm not really invested in one side or the other. Other other than the fact that somebody has got to push the emergency stop button on this shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't I don't care what asshole is in there doing it. Somebody's got to press stop, and and not necessarily Trump, but. Um, but I, I think it's pretty interesting because there are a couple things that I read. And let me find this article that I got from the New York Post. Uh, and they talk about this uh, with, uh, they're talking about the controversial raid. And they were talking about how some of the the people that were in charge of this investigation were the mm -hmm. same people that were in charge of all the Russiagate shit. Uh, other than oh. Peter Stork, he got fired. But a few of them are still there involved in this. So what they ask in this this article is, uh, is it possible that they think or they thought that he might have some of that material from Russiagate that could make them look bad? I, I think it's a I think it's a, a it's a fishing expedition. And, and here, here's the thing, man, the thing that, that tells you how fucking stupid and fucked up our government is. They're going after documents that Trump took from the White House. You didn't have a fucking like our government literally doesn't have a transition plan in place for the for the presidency. Like, hey, let's go through and you want these documents like all that should be. It, it's a fucking classified document. I And I'm not just saying for Trump, it should be for everybody. Like before that shit leaves the White House, they, they, they should all be taken care of. The fact that it isn't and the fact that our government doesn't have that, they literally can't handle a fucking change of an employee. And a move of an employee. That's how fucked up our government is. Yeah. Right. And so I don't know what's true with it. And, and are they over do when you get into the deep state shit, there hasn't been a big change over the fucking FBI. Christopher Ray still in charge. Right. The, the, the all like you, you mentioned all, but Peter struck all those fucking dudes. A lot of them are still around. The ones that were the junior guys in that, all that shit are now senior guys or more senior guys. So of course there's it's the it's the same old song and dance. Again, yeah. we, we talk about I, I bring it up and beat it to death all the time. Tell me the last time we saw a group of FBI agents get together and protest the bullshit the FBI is doing. What have any of them like come out and said that what they're doing did with Gretchen Whitmer's fucking thing is wrong that they're fucked up? I haven't seen it. Right? It, it, it's all bullshit. So. Would, should we expect them to do anything? Like, would we expect the FBI not to go after Trump? We know they fucking don't like the guy. I mean, they come up one thing after another for fucking years. That's why they call him Teflon Don now. Yeah, there, there's definitely a vendetta there. It's like by any means necessary. Uh, and I think that's why I think there is a you, you've got the Democrat politicians that absolutely want his head on a stake. And I think that bleeds over into the Department of Justice, oh. the, the FBI, all of that stuff to where. All of this stuff is just a, a small number of people. It's not the whole FBI, but it's a small look, number of people, and that's all it takes. Look at the issues him, uh, Trump and McConnell had, right? They yeah. went at it. McConnell don't like that fucker. McConnell's a joke, too. 
Yeah, exactly. McConnell is is a older, slower talking version of fucking Nancy Pelosi without as uh, without as much Botox. Right, like it's the same thing. And when they, yeah. you, when they, what's that? Uh, I was just saying, yeah. Um, White Rabbit said, I, I, I can't believe that the government does have a chain of custody. She was kind of expanding on what you were saying. Oh, yeah. Well, they do for everybody that's not a cool person. For everybody that's not on the inside, they have a fucking chain of custody. Of course they do. Or there's some leeway, you know, Obama, Bush, Clinton. I, I heard the other day, and I don't know how true it is, Bill Clinton lost the nuclear suitcase or the nuclear football for like two weeks. I, I heard that. I think it was, I thought it was longer than two weeks, but I'll go with two weeks. Let's say two weeks. They had no idea. And when the military was, apparently when the military was like, hey, we need to come over and like, you know, check out the, the nuclear football. Well, uh, oh yeah, well, um, hey, I, I, I'm taking a shit right now. I, I got a meeting. And yeah. until they, I guess they finally fucking found it. But yeah, yeah, they, apparently they lost that. And so it it just, Again, it just shows the ineptitude of our government. It shows that, like, what they expect out of us. I mean, dude, if you have your paperwork and your fucking shit wrong for your taxes, is there going to be any mercy when those 87,000 armed, willing IRS agents willing to take a life come knocking on your door? You know, yeah. And I'm not saying that they're all going to come knocking on your door, but, hey, you put in their fucking IRS thing that you're willing to take a life as an IRS agent. What should the fuck should we think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but all that just shows that if you're if you're if you're in the in crowd, if you're in the inner circle, yeah. we'll we'll figure it out. You know, you we'll transition. We, hey, we need these, we need that, we need this. Hey, Bill, you know those nuclear codes? Can we get those? Um, if, if you're in the in crowd, you can get away with that stuff. If you're not, all of this stuff is just ammunition to just go after you. So it'll be interesting to see how this stuff turns oh, yeah. out. All you got to do is get your get your newborn shot uh, with, you know, five, five jabs by, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, by two hours in and, you, and you're good. You're, you, you get you get access to the club. man. I'm, I'm convinced where I am legending ourselves. I, I'm telling you what the the, the Remember, pharmaceutical man. companies and I mean, that just brings up a whole nother can of worms about, you know, corporations running the government. But them being able yeah. to do this crap, them being able to do all the crap that they do is just insane yeah. to me that they can just, I mean, popping out pill after pill. Granted, some of them are useful. Some of them help. But a lot of them are just almost convenient hey, man, drugs. You can pop out pill after pill after pill. You can tell people to do all kinds of, you know, hey, we got stomach banning, whatever works for people. But the federal government can't tell you to stop putting food down your fucking throat. Yeah. <laughs> can't tell you that. Can't tell people to lose weight. And hey, I'm guilty of it too. I'm not saying like I, I don't need to lose fucking weight, but that's the whole, that's the deal, right? They can't tell you that because there is no money in, in, in the food companies by healthy people and the pharmaceutical companies by having healthy people. Yeah. On top of that, our mentality, our American mentality is fat, happy, convenient, Every, I mean, well, just like the palm scanners we were talking about earlier. Why is that necessary? You, you, I mean, look at how much easier things are these days than they were just 30 years ago when you actually you had to balance a checkbook, when you actually had to use cash, when you had to write a check to pay your, your public service bill. Do and now we, we don't even want to do that. We just want to scan our hand. Yeah, it's, but do you think, I, I don't think times are easier. I think they're insanely more difficult now. Like literally people are so busy. That, I mean, why do people eat shitty by and large? Because people are so busy or, or have such limited access 
to get to do something different. Like you're 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 a single parent or uh, two parents working. What are you gonna do? You gonna come home and make some fucking healthy Joe Biden soup? Or are you gonna throw some fucking nuggies in the in the microwave? Hit the button and like, all right, we got dinner in a box. Yeah. I think most people go with the nuggets and the fucking pizza and Subway and all that because their life they're, they're so busy they're looking for like time to fuck. Hey, I don't have time to do all this shit. I mean, my mom was a stay at home mom. I she used to cook for hours every day. Right? I don't see most people doing that anymore. And why is that? Yeah, again, it, it, I think it all feeds into into the problem. Yeah, and I think that's that's there's two sides to that because we are super we're we're busier than we ever have been, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of that is self-imposed. Uh too. Yeah. But at the same time, you do have those people, you know, if you got a single mom that's working two jobs, I don't I don't blame somebody like that for one minute going to get TV dinners and stuff like oh. that. But if you get somebody that just wants to come home after working an eight hour shift and sit on the couch and watch their Netflix or whatever, that's a different, that's a different kind of busy. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a self-imposed type thing where back in the day, your mom had to come home after working an eight hour shift or whatever and still work and do her job at home. She didn't work an eight hour shift. She was a stay at home mom. Oh, was she? Oh, well, for that mom out there that had to go out and work an eight-hour shift, uh, they had to come home and still do that stuff. But that brings up another point with this, too, is back then, that was more, uh, you you were able to do that more, the father going to work, and I don't know if this was the structure there. Yeah, because of the crazy prices. No, it's all about our our crazy system, right? If if back when you could have only one parent work and one parent could stay home and take care of the house... The people who said, hey, let's get um, let's not have kids and let's let's save our money up and like they could buy a house quick. And so eventually, if you wanted to keep and it, what did it do, it started the more people that stay, that went both parents or, or both family members, both adults into the workforce, people could buy houses faster. And so you it, in order to compete, you're either buying a shitbox or you're putting both people in jobs and, and getting daycare and trying to figure it out for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and look at it now, man. Look at like sports, high school, like kids sports. Why is a kid you went to the park like once or twice a week and practice and had a game on the weekends? Like, they're like little professional baseball players and shit now. Yeah. Yeah. I you had know, a friend. Like yeah. I had a friend that I used to work with uh, and her son was pretty good at baseball. Uh, and he was, it was a full-time job for her to travel around to different states, to different tournaments, to make sure that he got what he needed. Because you you look at that stuff and the payoff, if it all works out, is, oh, yeah. is gigantic. So it's oh, almost, cousin, a, I have to do this. But yeah, it's a I full-time t- told, job. I think I told you a couple of weeks ago, man. Hey, shout out. I, they, they, I'm sure they don't watch the show. But my uh, cousin Liz uh, that I grew up with, she's her and her husband, Tony, live down in Simi Valley, California. And their son, Andrew, I spent the last 19 years, he's 23, but 19 years playing baseball, trying to beat like he wanted to make the majors. He just got picked up by the Marlins, man. So it's pretty good yeah. watching him. And then his, his second, the second game that they played, he went, they played it at Dodger Stadium. They got to go in. So it was pretty cool. Nice, nice. Yeah. 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 The friend I was talking about, her son never made it past the minors. So, but that would be, that yeah. would be pretty damn cool. I was rooting for him because I wanted to know yeah. somebody well, that actually. <laughs> no, they, they learn a lot, you know, from that. It's just, I think a lot of kids now in, in, in the chase for this sports stuff, you know, and I, I think it's good, but the way it's structured, like the, the all 
you used to have park leagues and then like the AAU, like the more competitive stuff. I think it's all gone more competitive now. And I think it's, you know, a lot of times I, I don't know whether it's the kid chasing it or the parents chasing it, yeah. but it's, it's still, regardless, it still adds to these, the in, insanity of life. Oh, I went and got a job. Now you got to go pick the kid up to get him to drive in the soccer practice or hockey practice, whatever. Yeah. There's a, I, I think our, I think times are much more complicated now and we're much simpler before. Yeah. Like, well, and, and I'll tell you what, that's, that's a benefit of being a prepper that has nothing to do with disaster scenarios and all that crap, because as a prepper, you understand that, you know, that, that keep things simple, uh, keep, make life simple. So you, you're learning the cooking, you're, you're learning all these different things. You're, you're thinking about how life used to be rather than how life is right now and, and what's going to be happening next week and all that stuff. So you kind of have that mentality of, of kind of toning or gearing everything down a little bit sometimes. And I think we all need that to just kind of step back, relax, get away from all the, yeah. all the, you know, the, the buttons and computer screens and, and all that shit well, and just get back to what life is. If you, if you think about humans from like the perspective of our evolution stuff, we're not meant to sit there and get bombarded all day with just, yeah. you know, our phones blowing up computers, Facebook posts, ding, ding, ding. You know, people carry their phones like back 30 years ago or 40 years ago. You answered you when you got home, you, you dealt with phone calls. Oh, I got a couple calls to make, make a couple calls and you were done. Maybe the phone rings. Maybe it doesn't. Now we're connected to it, right? Like we're just nonstop this, just getting our senses are just getting bombarded nonstop these days. I, I don't yeah. know that that I, people are working on it, but I don't know that that is, you know, good, necessarily good for us. Uh, <laughs> I have this vision of Laverne and Shirley in my head now when they're working on the assembly line and they're, yeah, they're falling behind. Yeah. All the shit's just coming off the assembly line because they can't keep up yeah. with it. That's kind of like our brains these days where it just throws shit around. It's like, all right, don't have time to deal with that right now. Put this over here. Put this over here. Did you ever see the, uh, I love Lucy one where she was in the chocolate factory. Probably. I don't remember it right now, but I yeah, probably it's have. like the chocolate comes down the conveyor belt and she has to wrap it up and put it in the box. And then it goes the next one. Well, uh, she's like, Oh, this is so bad. Then they speed the conveyor belt up and like there's fucking chocolate balls everywhere yeah, by yeah. the end of it. So I, I, that's how I kind of think of our brains these days. When we've got all this yeah. stuff, the brain doesn't know what's important. What's not important. It's just trying to soak all that shit in. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you can take some of that back, right? Like a lot of times now, if I go to the store, do something, I leave my phone at home. Like what, why the fuck am I going to need? If it's an emergency, who's calling me? What am I going to do? Like do something through my phone. That's going to save a life in a heartbeat. No, it ain't yeah. fucking happening. So yeah. why do I need my phone on me all the time? I don't, it's out of convenience. You know, and granted, at the store, if you forget something, it's nice if you have it on your phone, a list, whatever. But you know what? We got by without them fucking things for a long time. I think I think we can get by w without them for an hour or two or three every every day or every couple of days just to give our brain a fucking break. Yeah, yeah. Sure, it, they sure do make it. I mean, they make it harder and easier to be a parent because back in our day, or, or maybe it was it was easier for our, our parents because it was kind of, I mean, society was was better back then. It wasn't as dangerous. So there's that. 
But our parents were basically like, you know, be back when the light comes on. And, and they trusted that that was going to happen for the most part. Uh, but these days, it's it's that helicopter parent type mentality where it's you have the option to, to know exactly where your kid is at, at any given moment. So why not use it? I, I did. I, th- I think it's where isn't there isn't like the next step up or getting worse than a helicopter parent. Isn't the bulldozer parent? Just yeah, I heard something like that. Yeah, where they keep, keep the kids safe, but you, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it's different times. We we it, th- things have changed, but I, I think we need to try to step back a little bit and everybody take a fucking break. You know, I mean, again, because what happens too with the politics, going back to the politics stuff, is that's how they inflame us is through all these fucking gadgets. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mary said yes. Lucy in the chocolate factory. She tried to eat all the extras. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That she was stuffing down her shirt. That was great. Yeah, yeah. it was great. All right. So maybe we'll expand on that on Sunday. Um, I'm not. I, I'm not real sure what we're going to talk about on Sunday. We are going to get out of here today, though. Everyone, appreciate y'all joining in. Um, yeah, thank you. Not real sure what I want to talk about on Sunday, but that's a, a good topic about how society is kind of, you know, whether it's 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 easier, whether it's harder. Um, some of the things that we've kind of lost, the things that we used to do. So maybe that'll be a good topic and uh, talk about a few other things it's, as well. I think but, it's. What's I that? think it's more convenient. man. Society is more convenient. I don't know that convenience necessarily equals easiness. Right. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, and that's that's how these companies make money is to give us something to make our lives easier, right? So everything that they make yeah. is to make our lives easier, easier, not necess- or uh, more convenient, not necessarily easier. Or convenient. So, yeah. so it's it's interesting because there, I mean, both sides of it. You know, there really isn't a one side. You know, this is right or that's wrong. Uh, it's just the way it is. So. <laughs> So at any rate, everyone, yeah. I appreciate y'all joining in today. Uh, trying to go through the chat here. Way too much just happened, so I'm not even going to pay attention to that. Uh, but I appreciate y'all joining <laughs> in today. Uh, Sunday night's video is going to be a premiere. We're not going to be doing the live stream because I've got uh, my in-laws coming into town and family. Uh, we're doing. A, we have a bunch of birthdays in August, so we're doing them all. Uh, on Sunday, uh, just kind of having one big party instead of uh, a bunch of different celebrations. Uh, but it's all about me, so we're just letting everybody else join in. So, <laughs> but uh, nice. anyway, we're going to be doing a premiere that night. We're still going to do the show. It's still going to be at the same time, but it's going to be a premiere rather than a live. If I do get a chance to uh, jump into the chat a little bit, I will. Uh, just not sure how things are going to be going. But uh, uh, with that, uh, you have anything else to add, Brian? Before we get out of here. No, man, and I hope everybody has a a good rest of your week. We'll see you Sunday. Yep. Uh, With that, everyone, take care and prepare, and we'll talk to you all later. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Survival Preppers. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to join us on YouTube for our weekly live shows. For more information or to connect with Duff and Dale, visit thesurvivalpreppers.com or the bugoutlocation.com for members only content and prepping courses. See everyone next time.